My next guest this afternoon is Dr. Rachel Lee. She's an assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Dr. Lee, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So COVID, it's an interesting situation right now with COVID-19. Obviously, we lived through it for the past several years, and we're now at a point where it's kind of different. The uh, U.S.'s emergency declaration on COVID expired on the 11th, which is a week ago now, but the doctors are always reminding us just because the emergency is gone doesn't mean COVID is gone. So where are we right now in terms of COVID-19? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, even though um, the numbers have come down and what we are seeing, at least in the hospitals, is that fewer people are getting hospitalized and fewer people are dying from COVID-19, we have to be right now really prepared and making sure that our immune system is strong in case any other variants come up. So it does look different now, but, you know, I think the symptoms that people get is still meaningful. You're still knocked out from work for you know, anywhere from three to five days, we symptom-wise, and we really want to protect ourselves from getting something like long COVID because we haven't fully figured out who's at risk for long COVID. So while it does look different, um, what I like to say is that we've got so many tools in our toolbox now to help protect us, and vaccines is one of them. And you were saying that uh, the real kind of it feels like the risk now is the long COVID situation because otherwise it seems kind of like a flu. Is that kind of true where the only huge risk is long COVID and otherwise it's similar to other viruses that we have out there in terms of how deadly or how serious it can be? Yeah, I would say I, I agree with you. So personally, you know, we, since we don't know a lot about long COVID, you know, we really want to prevent that from happening. The other thing that I think about is, you know, as as a healthy person myself, I may have more flu-like symptoms, but what happens if I spread it to my parents who are older or to someone who's immunocompromised, they may have worse complications. And so we are so connected in, in this world now, we really have to think not only about ourselves, but also about our communities. That's where really working to protect, um, to improve our immune system with vaccines, using masks and staying home when you're sick. Um, those are all the things that we've learned through the pandemic to really help, you know, strengthen our community. Two hot topics from COVID-19, vaccines and pandemics. Let's first talk about vaccine. We have different strands of COVID. And so naturally, you know, the vaccine would be better with some strands over another, at least as far as I understand of how they work. What's our status right now with COVID vaccines out there? How effective are they? Are we going to have to keep on getting vaccinated? What's that going to look like? Yeah, that's a, that is also a great question. So, you know, when these vaccines initially came out, they were based on the original strain of COVID-19. Um, and what has happened over time is, you know, the way the virus replicates is a messy process. And so um, Omicron is the, the biggest branch that we've seen right now. Um, and the reason that we're seeing so much Omicron is that it's, it's very contagious in comparison to the old original strain. Um, so we've kind of been in this Omicron tree, and we're seeing lots of these little sub-variants that we call. The good news is that the vaccine that we have um, is Omicron-specific. So the updated CDC guidance really recommends for um, getting that booster, if you haven't already done so, because it's really covering that branch um, rather than the older vaccines that were really on the original strain. And then on top of vaccines, we have mask wearing, something that some people very much didn't appreciate having to do for several years. 
What's the status with masks? I know there are very few places anymore do I see where they say, you know, we want you to wear a mask. So is, is are big mask mandates going to come back? Is that a possibility? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully we have um, a lot of education from how we, we can use masks. But, you know, masks are normalized in other countries where, you know, during respiratory season, people wear masks because they don't want to get sick and they don't want to be down from work or maybe you're going on vacation and you don't want to lose out on some of those fun things that you have planned. Um, the way that I think about masks, um, because the COVID numbers are so low right now, I don't typically wear a mask, you know, around work or around my friends. Um, but if I have any sort of hint of, you know, something that could be potentially contagious, obviously I'm going to get tested, but, um, but I will wear a mask and try to stay away from others. And then lastly, you know, you think about your own personal risk if you're immunocompromised in some sort of way, and you're, but you want to go to the graduation parties and things like that. It may be helpful to wear a mask to protect you um, from getting sick, which is, is really the goal here is we want to protect ourselves um, from getting ill, but also still have um, that connection to our friends and family and, and loved ones. What I keep hearing, and I guess this is the theme going forward, is COVID's going to be around, but we really need to think about those who are immunocompromised or have other health complications that could make COVID worse than it would be for a regular, quote-unquote, healthy person. Is that kind of the case? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, um, we don't want to bombard our healthcare system with multiple cases of, of COVID-19 and, and hospitalizations, and we've been lucky because... At least with this Omicron variant, that has really calmed down a lot compared to two to three years ago. Um, but if anybody has had long COVID and long COVID symptoms, they know having more than three weeks of headache or fatigue or, you know, loss and sense of taste and smell, it is, it is miserable. So we also want to protect ourselves from having that because we don't know who is at risk for getting long COVID at this time. Talking with Dr. Rachel Lee, she's an assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. We've been talking about the Omicron variant. That's the dominant one right now. I'm curious, what's the chance that some other variant shows up that's just as bad as the original COVID? Is it possible that that's going to happen? Well, I think it's, it's always possible that something like that can happen, but I think Probably not, and and the reason that I say that is, you know, like we were discussing before, the, the process for the, the COVID virus to, you know, make more of itself and replicate is really, really messy. Um, and really what it wants to do is go from me to you or from one person to the next. Um, and so right now with Omicron, it, it's more contagious, but it's lost some of that ability to, to make you really sick. Um, in addition to that, we know um, about 97% of the population has some sort of immunity, whether it be natural immunity from having infection or vaccine-related immunity. And so I, I'm hopeful that if we continue to boost and, and get that last booster that we really, really need, which is that Omicron-specific booster, that will really protect us from having severe illness and those sorts of things. For those who maybe just tuned in during this interview or are just curious of what are the quick things I need to know about COVID moving forward now, now that the emergency has gone and COVID is not as deadly and dangerous as it once was, what are some quick things all people just need to remember and think about in terms of living with COVID into the future? Yeah, I, I would say there are 
updated guidance for getting um, vaccinated. So if your last vaccine dose was before September of 2022, you haven't gotten an updated vaccine, it's time to get yours now. Um, and then if you have gotten that updated vaccine, then if you're over the age of 65 or you're at risk for, you know, maybe immunocompromised, you can also get another booster if it's been four months in between. Um, stay home if you're, if you're not feeling well, get tested. And then, of course, if you test positive, let your doctors know because we do have medications available to help protect you from getting hospitalized. Well, Dr. Lee, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you.